Welcome to the Faith Together podcast from the Center for Faith and Family at Olivet Nazarene University. If you believe that passing down Christian faith is essential for the next generation, you are in the right place. Enjoy conversations with guests who are faith practitioners, parents, caregivers, pastors, counselors, and many more. You'll enjoy practical tools and community for passing down Christian faith to your children and grandchildren. Before we get started today with our episode, I'd like to share with you that we are releasing this episode a week early in the Advent season, and we are doing that intentionally so that you may take things from the episode, ideas that we may have shared, and implement them into your own family. So as you listen, if you're thinking, wait a minute, that's not till next week, that's because we did it early. All right, so I hope you enjoy the episode and have a wonderful Advent season. It's week four of Advent, and I'm very, very excited because this thing is coming to a conclusion. Well, not a conclusion. That's maybe the wrong way to say it. It's coming to the pinnacle. <laughs> to the celebration. That's right. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Hello, Lindsay. It's good to see you. It's good to see you too, Leon. What a joy this series has been. It has. And I'm excited that we get to be with our listeners again as they're getting ready to celebrate Christmas together and thinking about ways that we can do this as a family. And so now we are on week four, Mm -hmm. which is uh, the focus on love. Yes, on love. We're less than, well, a little bit over a week away from Christmas. And I just want to give kudos to all of our listeners out there for taking time to pause in this busy season and focus on the true meaning for the season, which is love. It is. Thank you for being with us. We appreciate it very much. Absolutely. So as we think about love this Christmas, we want to come back to one of our favorite activities we've learned to love, our game over the last few uh, episodes, Leon, our festive four. I'm ready this time. Okay. You've kind of caught me off guard a couple times, but I think I'm ready this time. Okay, let's do it. So today we're each going to share two of our favorite Christmas gifts. Okay. And so these are gifts we've received. They are. Is that right? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So there's a little backstory to this one. I am from the Bay Area of Northern California. Mm -hmm. And so I grew up being a sports fan of Bay Area teams. So I was a big San Francisco 49er fan. Yeah. Right. And so I continue to be a San Francisco 49er fan. And then an odd thing happened. I was a Reggie Jackson fan and Reggie Jackson played for the Oakland A's. And then during my childhood, he was traded to the New York Yankees. And so because I was such a big Reggie Jackson fan, I kind of followed him to the New York Yankees and since then have been a New York Yankee fan. So this past Christmas, my wife bought me two coats, a New York Yankees coat and a San Francisco 49ers coat. Oh. So those are two. So I counted that as one gift. Yes, that can count as one. I love that. And then my second one is actually two gifts as well. And they are from my grandchildren from Cooper and Zoe. So Cooper bought me 
a mug at school. Okay. In the, you know, the thing that they the, like, do. like Santa so that, shop? Right. So okay. the kids can have things for mm-hmm. their parents and grandparents. And so he bought me a mug. And How sweet. Yeah, it was great. And then Zoe made me a little like beaded necklace. She, I think she made it at home. And then um, in the center was the Blue's Clues thinking chair. Oh. And so that hangs from my mirror in my truck. Oh, so I love that. So those two things are really, really precious. Not not valuable in a monetary way, mm-hmm. but very valuable. Yeah. Thoughtful. All right. So what about, yeah, absolutely. So what about you? Yeah. So when I was thinking about this, I thought about two things. I thought about something from my childhood that was a really significant gift and then something from my more adult years. So the first one from my childhood was my American Girl doll. I vividly remember when I received my American Girl doll, Molly. We talked about American Girl doll last week, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, Bentley, one of our guests that was in third grade, he shared that he gave his sister some accessories maybe for her doll, something like that. And I jumped up because that was one of my favorite gifts. I had Molly, the American Girl doll, and she was my favorite. And I was in sixth grade, kind of older for a doll and had thought that I wasn't going to get one because everyone else had one. And uh, my parents surprised me that Christmas and there she was. And I still have her to this day, keep her as a keepsake. So that was really special. And then several years ago, probably the best Christmas gift I've gotten thus far was my husband, Jamin, proposed to me on Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. He did, yes, That's surprised me. That's a hard one me. to top. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We had gotten ready to go to our Christmas Eve service with our families. And right before we went into church, he asked and proposed and we got to celebrate together. And it was a really special Christmas that year. And then we, the following year, actually got married the week after Christmas. So Christmas is a special time to us and our family. Yeah. So you have an anniversary around Christmas. I have a birthday around Christmas. Really? I was actually born on New Year's Eve. Oh my goodness, Leon. Yes, yeah, so I have a really How unique birth date. Everybody in the world celebrates my birthday. They really do. I know. They really do. <laughs> I love that. You're yeah. that special, Leon. Yeah. Worth celebrating. Right. Yes, our anniversary is December 28th. Okay. So, yeah. All right, pretty close. Yeah. yeah. So those were mine, two very special Christmas gifts. That's great. Well, our series has been about Advent, right? Mm -hmm. And we've talked about an Advent wreath and we talked about the four candles that make up the Advent wreath. What we've not really talked about much is the center candle, which is actually a fifth candle Mm -hmm. that is the Christ candle. Of course, we'll talk about that on Christmas Eve. That's right. But for today, we are talking about the candle that represents love, Mm -hmm. right? And you're going to share some things with us about love. Yeah, you know, Love is such a broad term. A lot of things come to mind for all of us when we think about the word love. But I want us to think about what does love look like at Christmas? What does that look like at Christmas? And to me, Leon, love at Christmas isn't love until we give it away. There is so much of a connection to loving others, loving those around us, loving God by giving of ourselves to one another during this season. And I especially like to remember the wise men and how they came to Jesus 
several years after he was born, but they had traveled far. They had followed that star. And when they arrived and met Jesus and met Mary and Joseph, they came giving gifts. And I think the wise men just really model what it looks like to love. It looks like giving of ourselves to one another. It's not about the gift. It's about the act of putting ourselves uh, behind and putting others first. And so we know that the wise men, uh, they gave three gifts, right, to Jesus. They were gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And in my mind, I like to think about those three gifts as three ways we can show love to others. First being gold was a way that Mary and Joseph was, were able to meet a financial need that uh, maybe was needed for Jesus to take care of him. And so, you know, thinking about a way we could meet a financial need for others this Christmas season, I think that's one way we can show love. Yeah, I have a, a story mm. of how someone did that, did that for us. Oh. So my wife and I were still pretty young, mm-hmm. new children's pastors and learning how to how to serve others and uh, i remember we were i was actually i was still in school Mm -hmm. but we were serving part-time at a local church and and that church just adopted us into their family it was Mm. just so wonderful but i remember coming to work one day and i believe it was pretty close to christmas time Mm -hmm. and uh the treasurer jerry cleveland came to me And he said, Leon, you cannot be driving your car with your wife and your daughter, your little girl in that car on those tires. Oh, So uh, you are to go and take your car to the local tire shop. And there are four tires there waiting for you to be put on your car. And that was a long time ago. Uh And it still stands out to me because it, it made such a difference and it showed such great love from from a person who you wouldn't necessarily expect to be kind of sentimental. Mm-hmm. And it really wasn't a sentimental gesture on his part. It was a, a deep form of love that cared so much for us that mm-hmm. he wanted to protect us. Oh, And I will, I will not forget that. What a great example of a, a way to step into your life. He took that chance and he made an impact that you're talking about years later. Yeah. We don't know the ripple effect of the way we serve others and love others, how that will change their lives for years to come. So we know that the wise men, they gave Jesus gold, you know, meeting financial needs is really important uh, and a way we can show love to others. And if that's something that you can do this Christmas as a family, whether it's going shopping for some Christmas gifts for a family in need or coming alongside someone in your church community in your neighborhood, Uh, we would just encourage you to do so. The next gift was frankincense, which frankincense is an an incense, uh, an essential oil that was burnt in the temples back in Bible times. But it really was something that was like a candle where it brought light to darkness. And when I think about frankincense, I think about the act of love by giving to meet an emotional need. You know, Leon, Christmas isn't easy for some people. It's hard when we have lost loved ones, when we have just grief that we're walking through, or maybe just a particularly hard year of different things that have happened, whether it's 
trauma or stress or just situations, circumstances. People are in so many different places this time of year. And while we love to celebrate and and remember the joy of Christmas, many times it, it's a hard time of year. And so I think any time that we can bring light to something that may feel dark in someone's life, meeting an emotional need uh, is a way that we can show love. I, I remember a few years ago, I was uh, living just before Jamin and I got married, I was living on my own in an apartment and every day I would leave to go to work and there was the neighbor next to me, there was a small yard and a tree and there were these two little boys that would always be sitting in the tree waiting for the school bus. <laughs> and they were Sitting would, in the tree. Sitting in the tree. Okay, oh, I'll yeah. make sure I got the story right. Yeah, because okay. they wanted to see the bus coming. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. And so as I was walking out to go to work, they would say, hey, where are you going? And I would say, oh, I'm going to church. And they would say, okay. And so the next few days they started to say when I would leave, they'd be up in the tree and they would see me and they would wave and they would say, bye church lady. And I would say, see you later. <laughs> and then I started calling them tree boys. Cause I would say, they would say, bye church lady. And, then, and I'd say, bye tree boys. And we just had this fun interaction, silly, but playful. And I got to know their family and they had a lot of emotional needs that they began to share with me as we connected in relationship. And so that year we were able to, to come alongside the single mom of those two boys and bring her some peace with some childcare <laughs> that she needed to meet some emotional needs in her own life. And I'll just never forget that family and what they met in that moment and being able to see a little bit of light coming into a really hard situation that mom was in. Yeah. So not everything that we give at Christmas needs to have a financial connection, right? Right. So that's just taking time, caring about someone else, seeing a need mm-hmm. and stepping in and helping to fill a need. Yeah. And that's something all of us can do. Yeah, it really is. So we know the wise men brought gold, they brought frankincense, and the last one is myrrh. They brought myrrh. And myrrh is an ointment that would provide healing uh, for any hurts, hangups we might have. And so another question we want to ask is, how can we show love and meet a physical need someone may have? You know, Leon, a lot of people are in the hospital at Christmas or have a sick loved one in the nursing home or maybe, you know, don't have the winter coats or the things that you need to just get through the winter time, at least here in the Midwest. (laughs) And so what are those physical needs that we might see around us that we can step in and help with? Uh, I know that many schools in our area, you know, they provide breakfast and lunch and, you know, lunch is typical at schools, but not always breakfast. But we know that when kids are hungry, they can't focus. You know, we've got to We've got to feed their, their bellies so that we can feed their minds. And I would say, and feed their hearts. And so maybe there's a way that we can provide a meal, um, a visit to the hospital, whatever that might look like. So as you're sharing these, I'm thinking about our listeners who might be thinking, well, why are you talking about all this? Mm-hmm. And remembering that our podcast is about helping parents pass their faith to their kids. This is a great way to model for our children what we believe 
um, not just teaching them words or teaching them even the Bible for that matter, but helping them to see how we live out our faith. Mm -hmm. And we live out our faith by caring for others, not just caring for ourselves. And we hear that throughout the stories of Jesus where he's talking about the importance of us meeting the needs of others. And so what better time than during Advent when we can take care of the needs of others, sometimes in monetary ways, but at other times just by being present. Yeah. Yeah. I had that exact word. You just read my mind, Leon. (laughs) Being present is such a gift in itself. Being present with the ones we love and with the ones who may be feeling forgotten at Christmas time. So we know that there are lots of different ways showing love can look in the life of your family and those you love. And we wanted to give some time to our guests that we had last week on the podcast. They're back with us this week to share a few of their stories of giving to others at Christmas. All right, so we're here with Dave and Abby and Miriam and Bentley, and we have a question that relates to love, the fourth candle of the Advent wreath that we're talking about today. And that question is this, what has been your favorite Christmas gift to give or show love to someone else? Dave, Abby, can you start us off? Uh, yeah. My favorite thing to do at Christmas time to bless others is definitely Operation Christmas Child. Um, every year, our school gives out boxes that you can go to like Dollar Tree or Walmart or Meyer or anywhere, and you can fill it up with stuff to um, give to kids. I love that. What a great idea. So do you go shopping with your mom or dad when you get those items, Abby? Yeah. Another uh, thing that we do every year that I think we all really enjoy, we, we we bake cookies and then we go to our neighbors and we actually sing, you know. Uh, I didn't Christmas know caroling. All week Christmas carol. And we I give, love that. We give cookies every year just kind of to bless our neighbors around us who have just been awesome neighbors to us throughout the year. That's, That's very wonderful. nice. I like that. Mm-hmm, me too. Okay. Miriam, what about you guys? Um, I have two things. Uh, one is that we... Um, a few years back, went to a nursing home and sang Christmas carols with some uh, close friends of ours. And that was just very, um, very neat to see. Um, and it just, it just makes you feel good to share that joy with others. Um, and then my other one is an actual physical gift I gave my mom last year. I hand painted the outside of a Bible for her with one of her favorite Christmas um, or one of her favorite scriptures uh, that she really loves. And that was just special to me. Oh, those are beautiful examples. It's heartwarming to see those that might feel a little lonely at Christmas time, just feeling that someone thought of them, those in the nursing home, and then just a a hand-painted, a handmade gift. Those gifts go such a long way. So that's really, really special. Bentley, what about you? Um, I'd say it was at one Christmas. I gave it to my sister, and it was she's always at that time she and she still is a little bit but she always loved american gold dolls oh yes i loved those too yeah she loves them like loves loves them so i normally um try to 
give her something that she likes a lot each year. Mm -hmm. So one year I gave her this American gold doll. She still has it. I can't remember what she named it. Uh But it was just, it brought me joy when I saw how happy she was when she opened it. Yeah, and I'm sure, Bentley, she felt a lot of love from you that you were so thoughtful to give her that gift. What a great example. Yeah, that's great. Thank you all for being with us. Uh, We introduced them to you uh, last week when we were talking about joy, and they decided to stick around for a little bit and uh, join us again today. So thank you all for joining us and for being with us for these two episodes. You've added a lot of joy and love to our podcast. Yes, you So thank you all for doing that. Thank you, and Merry Christmas. What great examples of showing love at Christmas time, giving to others, serving one another. And as we wrap up this episode, you know that we have implemented a tradition over this Advent series, haven't we, Leon? I suppose four episodes is considered a tradition. I think so. (laughs) I'm going to say so Uh, at least. I'm with you. Okay, great. Well, we're going to continue our tradition of reading a Christmas storybook to finish out our episode. And so today's reading is going to come from Ann Voskamp's uh, devotional for families at Christmas time, and it is called Unwrapping the Greatest Gift. This is a large uh, devotional book with a reading for every day of December. So today's reading is going to come from the December 25th section of Unwrapping the Greatest Christmas Gift. And this resource, this book will be included in our list of resources on our website for you if you're interested in adding it to your family's collection. The never-ending Christmas. Doesn't today dawn differently? Isn't the light all different? That's because the glory is rising. Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace to all the earth. God has left the glory of the galaxies and has come down to save us, to love us, to rescue us, to free us. God is here. God is here. Jesus is born to you, to you. The glad tidings are to you. It's like the sky is filling with a light that is different from the sun or the stars or anything of this world. It's like one star leaned too close to the glory and majesty of the God who became a baby and blew brightness into the whole world. The flame of it lit up the shepherds on the hills and they blazed bright too, full of wonder. Those shepherds ran all the way to the manger where even the fiery star seemed dim next to the brilliance of Jesus, the light of the world. All over the world right now, a thousand trees dance with light. All over the world right now, a thousand gifts are given. All over the world right now, at the foot of every tree, we are all unwrapping love. Jesus, the King who made everything in this universe, gives you the sun to warm your skin and the moon to make a bright door in the sky. Jesus gives you the stars to dance glory over you and he gives you a whole sky of air for you to breathe in, to fill your lungs with real life. Everywhere, everywhere, there are gifts everywhere from Jesus. Gifts are our air. And when we sin and fall and trip and aren't happy with what God gives, that's what sin is, thinking God isn't enough, 
Jesus never stops loving us. He comes and gives us himself. That's what Jesus is whispering to you this Christmas day. I'll take your broken heart and give you my whole one. Isn't that the most amazing, greatest gift? You can always have as much of Jesus as you want. Your heart could burn hot with a love like this. Our whole grand epic story right from the beginning has been about him. And when people see that it's all about Jesus, this is what they whisper. Wasn't it like our hearts were on fire right inside of us? Can you see it? This day, this night, the light comes. Can you feel it? Your heart kindling, burning with a love for Jesus that's like a warming fire. Now the shepherds out in the hills of Bethlehem that night had angels come to them, lighting their hearts on fire. But no one else heard angels. Everyone else only heard the news from the hearts burning shepherds. When your heart burns with love for Jesus, you're like a flaming match that lights up all the other hearts with the news of Jesus. And when you're just one of the raggedy manger stragglers who comes with nothing but your raggedy heart to Jesus, when you lean in close over Jesus in that manger and you see his glory, when you come close to his love for you, how can you not scramble right out of the manger and right into the world with a heart glowing with love for Jesus, telling everyone about the love of Jesus? A heart that really loves Jesus could catch the world on fire with love and more love and more love. It's true. Jesus came into the world for you, and it's really true. You came into the world for him to let everyone know about him. The whole world lingers long at Christmas trees tonight, not wanting Christmas to be over. All of us sit together longing for this wonder to go on. But somewhere, one Christmas candle flame burns bright in the quiet, and it will never be dark again. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. God is with us. Jesus is with us. Jesus stays with us. The candles burn hot, giving it brilliant light because Christmas goes on forever. Because we have Jesus with us, the greatest gift of unfailing, unbeatable, unstoppable love that we can keep unwrapping all our days. May the Lord bless you, keep you, and give you peace. You've been listening to the Faith Together podcast from the Center for Faith and Family at Olivet Nazarene University. Sign up for additional resources at centerff.com. When building faith, we are better together. Together.